Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going, man? It's going. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. I know you're underwhelmed. Hold on. Um, I'm trying to add Will, and uh, I couldn't get up with uh, Marshall or Travis. So I don't know if they're asleep or they said they were coming on. I guess I can add them later on if they uh, answer. It's sad because I just sat here and said something to my girlfriend to the effect of watching night two of WrestleMania tonight almost felt like waiting for a sequel to a movie and being excited about it. And by the end of it, you're just kind of like, really? That was it? That's why, I, that's why I didn't have any expectations. There. See, I think last night got my expectations too high. Because last night exceeded my expectations because my expectations were low. But heading into tonight, I was like, hey, last night was great. So tonight, you know, I'm kind of expecting it to be pretty good. And within the first couple matches, I'm just kind of like, all right, what the hell are they doing? Like, what, what is this? Two matches deep, and I was just kind of like, all right. Let's see where they go with this. So you didn't like overall? I mean, I liked the night overall, but it was a couple of the matches had me kind of sitting there going, really? Yeah, it it, def- it wasn't as good as – I still, like, I really enjoyed it. Um, but I don't think it was as good as night one, but it, I thought it was still pretty good, though. I mean, I- I'll say it was more so some of the endings – than the actual matches themselves, because the matches, for the most part, were really good. It was mm-hmm. just the, the the endings and some of the logic behind the endings, to me, almost kind of had me sitting there going, really? That's where you decided to head with that? Right. I mean, okay, okay, I guess. We'll, we'll see where it goes here, but... Mm, you're going to have to pull me back in on a couple of those... Okay, that's fine. Um, I don't know what happened to Will. Now he's not answering the invite. He just said that he could come on. I'll tell you one thing uh, while we're waiting for him to come on. Um, one thing that I predicted right was uh, Dabo Kato, uh <laughs> I was just one night off. He, he, he did uh, interfere. <laughs> yep, they turned him Nigerian. <laughs> yeah, he's Nigerian. <laughs> I think they're changing his name too. They give him another. I saw that on the uh, on some website earlier. They're changing his name to General Something. He's going to be, I guess. I guess Apollo's going to have his own little faction now. I guess. Yeah, I literally was just seeing something about that before I jumped on here with you about how they were going to change his name and everything. Yeah. Hey, Will, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yep. hear you. All right, well, we'll go ahead and start because I can't get up with none of the other guys, and I just want to try to get this, get through this as quick as possible. If uh, they answer while we're doing this, I can try to add them, like, in progress or whatever. All right. Okay, but uh, this is going to be Johnny Knows Best, uh, WrestleMania 37 Night 2 Recap. And uh, we'll go ahead and start at the beginning. And there was no rain delay this time, which I think the rain just missed us. Uh, it just went 
to like the left or it either went to the left or the right of us. But like uh, it was raining a little bit earlier, but uh, it stopped like uh, pretty quickly, like into the main show. So there wasn't going to be, you know, they weren't worried about any uh, lightning or wind or any anything. Like it was just like a little drizzle after a while. Right. But uh, um, so Will, what did you think about the overall? Mike was underwhelmed. Me and Mike were just talking about that. So what do you what do you think about night two? Did you watch night one, by the way? I I didn't get a chance to watch night one. I'm gonna have to okay. go back and watch it tomorrow. But uh, night two, um, I watched it on Peacock, and I was having some connection issues. So like some of the matches, I got bits and pieces of. Mm-hmm. But going back and looking at most of the recaps and all stuff, I mean it was. I think it was better than last year's. But uh-huh. I mean, it's not like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I liked it, but uh, to Mike's point, there were a lot of issues, and we're gonna get into to that uh, momentarily because a lot of the issues uh, happened at the beginning. Um, okay, so the first matchup. Well, before we get into that, uh, Hogan and. Uh, Titus came out dressed as pirates. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know um, if uh, you guys caught any of this, but people were booing the hell out of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, oh, yeah. Were. I think <laughs> it was just a, it, it was a mistake to, to let Hogan... They should have just let Titus do this by himself. Yes, Titus would go. Every time Titus would say something, people would cheer. Every time Hogan would say something, people would boo. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I should just left Hogan out of it, you know. Have him come out, you know, for the Hall of Fame or whatever later on. But mm-hmm. he just wasn't. And I, um, I wonder because they were booing him last night too, but it was worse tonight. I started to get a kick out of it, man. Like deservedly so. The stuff that he said was asinine and stupid. See, and, that's the thing, though. Like, when they first brought him back, when Mean Gene died, you know, that was Mean Gene being dead. So people let that slide. And then, like, the second, or there was, like, maybe, like, two other times he came back on, like, Legends Night or whatever, and he never did have, like, a big role. This is, like, the first big role they put him in, and uh, people are just not having it. And I don't think they realize that. Well, they realize it now, I'm sure. But Yeah. <laughs> It was, I don't know, um, what they're, them together didn't bother me at all. It really doesn't bother me if he's on the show or not. I don't care too much for Hulk Hogan, but right, right. I realized. <laughs> Even before he said what he said, you don't really care too much about him, huh? Yeah, you know, because he, I mean, he's, he's cool to bring out every once in a while, but um, I don't know. To me, uh, I could feel that the, the first time, the first time for the crowd was, was uh, um, and to hear their reaction. Now they really know, so like they shouldn't bring him out anymore. <laughs> like Ty Cobb was a great baseball player, but he was a racist asshole. That doesn't yeah, right. like those two things don't negate each other. They can be independent of each other. Like he can be a great athlete and still be a prick. Like yeah, I, I think you can have Hogan in small roles, but when you try to like make him the host in the face of everything, it's yeah. every time. And I think that's kind of what the crowd was kind of 
almost pointing out to them with the reaction of like, okay, we respect everything he's done, but he's still an right. asshole. Like, right. <laughs> right. I'm good with him, you know, being back in the Hall of Fame and whatever, but I don't need to write, you know, see him. It's like they're almost trying to force him on us. Exactly. Hey, look, we we forgave him. You should too. And that's it's just not right, how right. that works. The <laughs> WWE forcing somebody on us? No way. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like tied it. I don't feel like a lot of the wrestlers have forgave him for real. Not really. They don't work with him because it's their job. But you know, that's just the feeling I get. Like watching people interact with him. I mean, yeah. shit, I work with people that I don't like, but, I mean, sometimes you have to just do that. You don't have to be everybody's friend. Sometimes you're just going there to collect a paycheck. Like Mark Herring doesn't give him, I mean, Mark Herring's uh, called him out on a couple things on his show and on Twitter and stuff. So. Good. Um, yeah, um, I don't know, like, if he ever, like, apologized to, to individual people or if he just made, like, a statement. But anyway, moving on from that, the first match was probably like the most polarizing match in this whole show, I think. The fiend, Bray Wyatt, mm. and uh, Randy Orton. Now, before we get into the match, I thought Bray Wyatt had an amazing entrance. The entrance was awesome. See? Which I thought it would be. This right here was the definition of starting strong and ending flat to me. Like the the entrance for Bray was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like the crowd seemed amped up for that. Like they were really into it. Like the beginning of the match was good. He jumped off with that clothesline off the jack in the box and it jumped right into the action and like I was into it. And they had me at the beginning. And throughout the match, like, it, it plotted along at, at a couple little points here. But it seemed good, and I liked it. And then then the ending yeah. happened. Did you see that? It's a yes, yes, yes. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. And I loved it. I so yeah. loved it. Because I am a huge Luke Harper, Brody Lee guy. Right. And I noticed that in... It literally stopped me for a second. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And my daughter didn't notice it, but like she was watching that with me and she was like, what happened? I'm like, he just paid tribute to, you know, Brody Lee. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, really, what you just didn't like was the ending. The ending completely just had me just staring at my TV going, what the hell just happened? What, what the hell was that? Like, <laughs> now I don't know if I wasn't paying attention to exactly what happened, but uh, basically, Alexa, what came out of the thing and stuff was coming out of her mouth or whatever, and she distracted him, and then Randy just arcade'd him, and that yeah. was it. From what okay. I'm being told but- by people, apparently, she was supposed to have transformed into. Sister Abigail, and this was supposed to be Bray got his power back, but he also powered up Sister Abigail or some nonsense, and that's distracted him, and he ate an RKO? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, okay, I guess. Like, 
<laughs> now, can I tell you what's wrong with this whole thing? And from my perspective, it's two things. Okay, number one, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt do not have good matches. They just don't. It's the second WrestleMania match they've had. I think in their whole feud, they've had maybe one pretty okay match to me. Yep. Yep. Can you remember the, the last time they actually had a regular match, which is probably the one match you're thinking of? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, when they said that this was a regular match, and uh, we talked about this last night, and, and I, I told them, I told Mike and Marshall, I said, well, I hope they, they open with that. I hope it goes first. And we agreed. And get it out of the way, I can deal with that. Because I think it's going to be something stupid. Not so much because of Bray, but just because of the whole Alexa Bliss, I thought it was going to have like a, a funny ending. And you were right. Yeah. So that it didn't bother me as much because I was like, well, they did the one thing I wanted them to do and they got it out of the way. Will, what did you think about it? Um, This was early in the show, so I was having some problems trying to watch it. But um, I caught bits and pieces of it. I really like the entrance. It's probably my favorite part. Oh. And then um, I had to see the recap of the finish. Mm-hmm. And um, amongst the bo- uh, some of the guys that I worked with, they, uh, they were trying to speculate about... <laughs> Who they're trying to figure it out, like what's going on, and a lot of them were kind of saying the same thing, like it's supposed to be a distraction and power. Up. I immediately thought it was her turning on him. Yeah, but, that's what <laughs> I was confused about, like in the crowd, like I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand was she switch, was she aligning herself with Randy? I didn't really get it. Yeah. And then, um, but I, I guess it's it's one of those it's one of those feuds. It's got a really long story, so I mm-hmm. kind of I, I understand. I kind of understand where it's coming from. I don't really get it too much. I get it, but I don't. But um, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I was gonna say was I think the more supernatural. I know they want Bray Wyatt to be the new Undertaker. I know that. I get it. But the more supernatural they make it, it's just it's making it it's ruining the character. They want him to be the new Undertaker by having him get just you know wrecked by everybody, basically. Like once they brought a lesser bliss into it, it messed the fiend up for me. I thought it gave him a new element, kind of like yeah, like they did. I I heard talked about on a podcast this weekend, like. It gave him almost that element of having the little sister and the big daddy from the video game series Bioshock. Like You don't think it's funny that she has like magic powers too though? It really didn't mess with me because I've been I grew up watching Undertaker and Kane and that kind of stuff. So I mean I, I was able know. to suspend that part of it, but the ending to me just didn't make any real sense at the time because it was like after all of that. With Alexa Bliss kind of resurrecting him and everything else after he got set on fire and everything else, why would she wait until the end of the match after he's been resurrected and gets his abilities and powers and back and he's not crispy fiend? Why would she wait till then to turn on him? Like I don't that part of it didn't make sense to me if that was the route they were going in. Like 
I hate the red light they wrestle in. Yep. The taste. I can't. I couldn't really see what was going on because of the stupid red light. You know, I have seizures, so I'm epileptic anyway. I just not like that red light. And I hope they don't start having them wrestle under the red light again because we had got away from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, this match, there's it's not a whole lot to say about it, really. I can understand why people will hate this match because it wasn't that great. And I'm sure... The internet is going to have a field day with it tomorrow. And I mean, I, I I told you too. Like, I love Bray Wyatt, and I'm a fan of Randy Orton too. But the yeah. ending of this match put me off so badly, I was literally distracted through the entire next match because I was sitting there going, I, "What the I, fuck I, did I just see? Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. What was that? Like, I love Bray Wyatt. I love Randy Orton, but they're not good together. They they just don't." <laughs> It's not working. The ending of that match it, seemed like they were intentionally the trying to piss the audience off. Like, <laughs> you know, it's one of those matchups that it just doesn't work, and they keep like putting them in feuds together. Mm. Like, you can put Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a million feuds and have them have a million matches, and it works because they have chemistry, right? Some guys have chemistry with each other. No, Randy they don't. Like, Promo-wise, they do. But when they get into the ring and it's time to get you know, into a match, mm-hmm. they do not click together. Some guys just the promo have that happen part. where they don't have that in-ring chemistry. And Bray and Randy don't. You're right. Yeah, and they just keep putting... I hope... That uh, with this whole thing with Alexa, they're trying to move away from Randy now, but I don't know. I think it's going to be some more mess tomorrow night, though. Yeah, it's got to have an ending. It's got to have an ending, and right? Then it, and, it, and then it's got to have. It's going to move on to somebody else. Yes. And, yeah. And there's some valuable options for them to go with it. So I mean, I get it. It just you know, it it just kind of sucks for the moment. <laughs> I'm glad they got it. I mean, the one good takeaway from this, to me, thinking about it now that I've had a few minutes to kind of calm down and chill out, because it annoyed me when I first saw it, was the fact that we don't have Toxic Avenger Crispy Fiend moving forward, and he got... I don't think he... You probably would have had issues wrestling uh, in that mask, But I he's think. got the new I mask. Mean, that's what like, this is now his third yeah, mask as the Fiend, mask. and He's got a new outfit, kind of a mix of the two. I like the new man. Yes. Yeah. I like the new Definitely. look. But uh, as, as much as this upset you, might if it had been like second to last or, or first to that last, worse. it probably it would have been worse. So it's good that they got it out of the way. It so you, you know. worse. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Better to just get it done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the next match was the tag team uh, women's uh, tag team uh, title match. Yeah. With uh, yeah. Nia and Shayna <laughs> against uh, um, Natalia and Tamina. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this match was okay. I know I see that a lot of people didn't like that either. Um, but I thought it was okay. It was There were some botches. It was a little sloppy, but you know, for these four women, it was pretty good. 
And the only thing I say is Shayna is pretty stiff. Oh uh, yeah. Um, she was kicking the hell out of uh, Natty. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pretty stuck. Pretty snug. And at times I couldn't really tell, you know, when someone was, you know, getting really hurt or if you know they were just selling really well. Which Natty's, you know, one of the best women on the roster anyway. So. What did you think of this, Will? Did you see any of this match? Or I did, did see this it? match. I actually watched this match twice. Twice? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like I caught the last half of it, and then mm-hmm. I, was, I was trying to get my – because I was driving home from training, so okay. uh, it kept cutting in and out, so I, I ended up starting it over, and that's how I became a, uh, a whole match behind. And um, right. I, liked, I liked the beginning of the match. Yeah, um, beginning. But um, like like I tell you tell you on the in the chat, I kind of was watching as a study. So like, right. I thought Naya did very well. Um, um, you guys know why Tamina has bad knees? It's why? Because when she jumps to do her her uh, dad's finishing move or whatever, she always lands on her knees first. She gets absolutely zero lift. I've noticed that now that you're, you know, you're pointed out, but I have noticed that she does. So, she 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 mm-hmm. hits that landing, and her knees hit first, and then her torso hits her opponent after the fact. Every time, every time, yes. even like it, it's every time I've ever seen her. This is for years. She's always landed on her her knees first, and when they mm-hmm. when they were teaching us how to do splashes and take those bumps, that's. The worst thing you can do, <laughs> right? Unless it's a move where you have to land on your knees, you don't want to do that. So, but um, that point in the match where it was her and um, uh, Naya, and they went for the the, the slam spot. This is where yeah. The, this is where Naya uh kind of let her down a little bit. I know she's heavy. But um, I'm 330 pounds, and there's a guy that's like five foot six, and he weighs like 180 pounds, and he can pick mm-hmm. me up in a full body slam every time as long as I do my part of the slam. So mm-hmm. when it came time for her to do that slam, that's when I was like, okay, it, it's getting sloppy. <laughs> oh yeah. man! And then just that spot in particular, since you're mentioning it, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like you could notice that definitely because. It, it it was not even full cooperation in any regard. It was just kind of, yeah. I kind of half-assed it, and down she went. Like, <laughs> yeah, she couldn't get her all the way up, and I was looking at her hands, and um, it was just that Naya didn't get a a good post off of her in order to get her to help her get her height no. on it. Or actually, all she had to do was get the rotation, but she couldn't get the rotation, so she just put her back down. It almost looked like Mark Henry's World's Strongest Land. <laughs> yeah. But then yeah. just like that, every sequence after that, <laughs> every sequence after that was just like spaced out. Like they were, they got, it seemed like they got lost and then was trying to yeah. find their way back to the finish. And, yeah, they kind of exposed to me in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's she. It should have been Natty, in those and in more more of the spots because she's so much of a better wrestler. But I yeah, can, I can I see what that. they were doing with uh, Tamina, trying to give mm-hmm. her some highlight. 
But it just didn't work with her and Nia because Nia is a different. Nia is not a bad wrestler like, like everybody makes her out to be. But because she's so big, um, and you don't see many females that wrestle at her size. Right. Um, she actually can move though. Yeah, other wrestlers. Um, it's just hard to build a match around her. So when when they're doing stuff, sometimes. You can tell, like for a smaller person, even T- Tamina's not is smaller than is smaller than her. Still, she's supposed to be the stronger woman, though. But it just sometimes it just don't mesh well. Just like you say, like the chemistry, it's hard for people to mm-hmm. get chemistry with her because she's a she's an oddity in wrestling when right. it comes to her size. So I kind of get it, but that 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 whole match was just. Um, it started off good and then it just got sloppy and it really it, it turned into something interesting and it turned into a, a bathroom break. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I watched this twice. <laughs> like Fanaya, I can give yeah. her the benefit of the doubt, like almost like an ins- a series of unfortunate events. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be a dick and peg her as like an injury machine or anything like that. But... I mean- Best person in the match. I mean, she did. She looked good tonight. Yeah, but one other thing, and I, I I hope you guys will agree with me on this because it sounded like Will was leaning towards it too. Is Natty? I, I I think sometimes fans don't give her enough credit for just how good she Mm -hmm. really is. Like she is Mm -hmm. a very very good technician and. I mean, she can cut an okay promo when she's given the chance to, and honestly, I just I I think she could be doing more if given the opportunity. She's the female Cesaro. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! She, really yes. is. <laughs> she should be in the main event. You know, she should be getting pushed yes. like uh, <laughs> Sasha and, and Bianca are, but they don't. They just see her as a good hand. Yeah. And, and it's only because, wow, um, like she's so good. Like I think her and Oscar are the best wrestlers on the roster. Oscar, Oscar. oh my god! <laughs> Actually, we're we gonna get yep. to that. We're gonna get yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I agree with that though. They are they're the best females on the Hold roster. Down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after this match was uh, when it KO and yes. Sammy. I love yep. this match. I really did. Uh, I'm glad that they didn't have too much like Logan Paul interference because I thought he was going to be more involved with it. And uh, they just let Sammy and uh, Kevin just go out. It was a great match. Uh, Kevin got a lot of offense. You know, they should make him look strong. Um. I love. I don't know about you guys. Mike, what do you think about it? Well, this was the second match that we were talking about that had the ROH alumni that I was looking forward to. And this was, once again, it delivered. It made me happy. They didn't get as much time as I thought they would. But for the time that they had, they took advantage of it. This match was very good. And I loved, loved the fact that Kevin Owens... Hit a freaking stunner on Logan Paul. That was so great. Okay. <laughs> I bet you anything. <laughs> That's going to be everywhere. 
tonight and tomorrow morning. Yes. <laughs> um, Will, what did you think about this match? Did you see any of it? Uh, I saw the talking? I saw the promos leading up to it. So, like, I haven't been watching uh, Raw and SmackDown as faithfully as I should. So, but the, I like the recaps because it puts me right back into it. So, right, right. I like the build to this match. I liked everything that was going to it. And I know it was already going to be great because if you've seen one Sami Zayn and KO match from the indies mm-hmm. to the WWE stuff, and they're never this, never really the same. They've always changed right. things and yeah. pulling stuff out. So um, I have to go back and watch it, but um, I had pretty much good faith that I'll enjoy that match. Yeah, it was great. Um, they just two guys that have really great chemistry, like uh, Seth and Cesaro. And I think, um, Mike, what you just mentioned, I think, didn't they go on third last night, too? Yeah, they did, actually, as a matter of fact. And it's... So they had they had KO and Sammy in the right spot. Mm-hmm. They knew people were going to be kind of like down after the Randy Orton Fiend and the, and the women uh, tag match. Mm-hmm. So they brought these guys in to pick the crowd back up. And uh, they really did. KO was crazy over when he stunned Logan. Uh, no, the crowd exploded. We really loved that. He got one hell of um, a pop when he came out. He did pop. When he came out, he got a huge pop. Uh, yeah, Kevin is really over, and uh, we'll get to the main event, you know, here shortly. Shortly, but I hope that uh, they push KO pretty strong. I wish they'd give him a title. I right, want that honestly. KO Mania shirt, by the way. Just unrelated note. That's an awesome I shirt. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's one of the only shirts I wanted to get uh, this weekend was the KO. Uh, KO five. Call back to the old uh, Coliseum um, video WrestleMania cover. I love when he yeah, does those yeah. every year. They're so awesome. He's done one every year for the yeah, last few years, and they're fucking awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, you know, that's a good promotion for herself. Um, so moving on, uh, yeah, we all love this match. Um. What was next? Oh, yeah, it was the, the U.S. title match. Yeah, Riddle and Sheamus. Now, they they did uh, – we did get to see on the uh, big screen, we got to see backstage when we uh, we saw a great colleague. I couldn't hear what they were oh saying. Oh, my God. But I saw a great <laughs> I knew that. I told you. They, gotta, they had to put RVD and Riddle. Handing out rolling papers to people, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> That shit was. And Rob Van Dam got crazy cheer too. Like he's still over too. That shit was come back. really on the nose. Um, like... <laughs> yeah. But uh, it just made sense to put those two guys together. And as far as this uh, this match, I love this match. Sheamus and uh, Riddle, they have great chemistry too. Like those two guys, I could watch Russell every week. That's how good they are. Like they have great chemistry. And they're not afraid to hit each other and uh, and kick the shit out of each other. Um, it's just – they just have uh, great chemistry. Uh, did you see any of this, Will? Um, I didn't get to see it, um, but uh, I did join the conversation. We were talking about Seamus earlier. 
Um, mm-hmm. He was trained by Tom Pritchard. And, um, oh, okay. and uh, a couple weekends ago, I got to work with Tom Pritchard, and he was talking about Seamus and stuff. And I kind of understand why Seamus is so snug. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what we were talking about. Then this, I heard about him in this match being very snug, and um, which it, it wasn't even like a, it's not a negative; it's actually a positive. For oh just, yeah, just for the type of wrestler that he is, and uh, knowing that a riddle and his background, a riddle can take it. Yeah, yeah, he can take it. So it was. I I seen it. This was a match that I wasn't able to watch, but um. Uh, if I went back, I I know I'd enjoy it because of, because of Sheamus. I love Sheamus anyway. I still definitely some of his moves from my matches. He did a, a upside down bro kick where Riddle kind of like did like a a backflip mm-hmm. or a moonsault, and Sheamus caught him upside down. Oh wow! It was awesome. Mike, what did you think I of this match? I absolutely loved this match. This was one of my favorite matches of the night, actually, and. In yeah, particular, there's Definitely. one spot that like I keep replaying it over and over in my head because of how great it looked and like I I I you know I keep coming back to it because even you know that was one of the last matches my daughter watched with me before I put her to bed was the spot where they did that belly to belly flip off the top rope suplex that looks right, fantastic. Right. That. Yeah. And they did such a great job executing the rotation on that and everything. And the way that they landed, that looked awesome. Yeah. This might have been my second favorite match on the show, honestly. It was it was it was really good. Uh really hard hitting. I want to go back and watch that too. Sheamus. Um, like and, we were uh, talking about before. Sheamus has been on one hell of a hot streak as far as matches that he's had and like the quality of the matches that he's had. He I feel like he's better than he was ten years ago. He's been fantastic the last six or seven months since he's come back. Like he has yeah. been one of the, you know, I think un- unsung heroes of Monday Night Raw over the last six months with his match quality and how good he has been. And you know what's funny about that? A few years ago, they were talking about Sheamus was going to have to retire because he had, like, a bad back or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was going to have to – he only had, like, a few more years left. But, uh, you know, since he came back, it's like he's a new – you know, he's reinvigorated. He's got a uh, video. He did a document – a small documented video for YouTube mm-hmm. about um, getting back in the ring. And um, he went uh, – uh, Tom Pritchard's in, I think he's in Memphis or Nashville. Okay. So he went back to Nashville to train with Tom Pritchard, and um, it shows him going through the drills, like his first day, and you could see, like, he could go, but he was so gassed. But then over, right. like, time, he's picking up. Like, it's so cool to watch. Uh, it's a cool video to watch for the wrestlers, because, like, you know, you can get back from an injury and how to, you know, get your mind together and stuff. But his preparation uh, to coming back to for his uh, current run um, mm-hmm. was, like, uh, it was really important to him. So he, yeah. he, he put in all the effort to make sure that when he came back, he wasn't going to be sitting and catering. See what I'm saying? So right. um, you can see that in that video. Um, 
share it with you guys when I uh, get a moment. But it was pretty cool. Okay. Cool to see. Very inspirational. Yeah, definitely a lot to watch. I've seen uh, some of his workouts that he does with like uh, you know different superstars. Celtic Warrior workouts, yes. And uh, yeah, man, those workouts are killer. Yeah, he's uh the drills. There, there were some drills that he ran with Tom, and then Tom decided to run them with us. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, um, I usually wrestle like 10, 15-minute matches. Mm-hmm. But um, whatever the drill was, uh, me and the other guy went for almost an wow. hour. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and uh, it, I didn't, we didn't even realize we were moving at a certain pace. And we didn't realize that we had ate up an entire hour in the ring doing these stupid drills. They tore my ass up, man. I said, man, I need more cardio. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but the, the drills that he does and the ones that he's put together and stuff like that, they are um, – it's a big part of why he's – why he is the way he is, and like his cardio is so good. Yeah, so it's he never get gas if you if you watch him like wrestle like a twenty minute match. He might be he'll be sweating and stuff, but he doesn't get gas out. Oh yeah, no, he's insane. He's it's a freak of nature for sure. <laughs> yeah, he really. He's in the best shape of his life for real. He is. Like, he really. Is. I mean, he cut some weight and everything. And yeah, um, he's a lot um, okay, so moving on, uh, what's the next match? The Intercontinental title match? The Nigerian drum fight. <laughs> the Nigerian drum fight. Going into that, I didn't know exactly what that was, and they didn't really like elaborate on it, really, but a I guess it's fight. just like a, a no match, I guess, uh, more or less, but you can use different weapons, I guess. Um, this match was good. Uh, I didn't really care for the ending, really, because I thought that uh, I know I talked about this last night. I thought Big E was gonna win because the way they've been building Big E up, I kind of wanted to see him win this one. But uh, you know, Apollo, I'm not crazy about this character. I've talked about that on Facebook. Uh, I liked it in the beginning when it was more subtle, but now it's just like it's over the top. I don't know. I, it, it doesn't work for me. I know Marshall was saying he liked it, and uh, I think Mike likes it too, but I'm not really crazy about the the Nigerian. Uh, I like it. I just don't like the, how over the top it gets. But uh, I guess uh, Dabo Kato, or however you say it, he's going to be... Uh, Apollo's new muscle. Mike, what do you I think mean, about this match? I, I, I just want to start off with the fact that I was dying earlier this afternoon when I saw that meme pop up on Facebook. Having, having called oh, yeah. the conversation <laughs> we had about Vince McMahon being a fan of Eddie Murphy and coming to America. When you put those two <laughs> things together on the meme... I literally was sitting here like doubled over laughing in front of my kid and she's staring at me like what Did the you see that are you laughing at like when, <laughs> Well when the first coming into America movie came out mm-hmm. it, Vince came up with a, a came African dream I remember that now, 2021 
Tricker Tears came out, and now all of a sudden, Apollo is. I know Paul, Apollo really is my like, that's the funny to me. Um, Betty, would you I just, do that? I didn't even make that up though. I, I got that. I saw somebody else say that on the internet. I just thought, oh, no, you're right. That's kind of weird. The movies come out like what, like twenty, almost twenty five years apart, and it's it's the same thing. But you know what? Um, I I get it. It's crazy, um, but I also kind of like it because you know Apollo really hasn't had a, any kind of character. The smiling baby. Right. He hasn't had a personality. Yeah, like even in NXT, like I was so excited to see him there, but at the same time, I was like. Please get a personality, or they're not gonna do anything. <laughs> You've got to find it, and um, it t- it's taken a while. And I kind of was happy that Big E dropped the Intercontinental title because he can go after really? the yeah. title, Universal title. Yeah, right? I, well, I agree with him on that. Yeah, yes. You know, you're right. I agree. With I, that. Think, I right. think I think it, it it allows. Um, you see that they, they got they used to do it where. Okay, I remember when Bret Hart won the Intercontinental title, and immediately after mm-hmm. he won it, like he was like, "I'm gonna be the next WWF champion," and like mm-hmm. he worked to that, and then he would lose the, the the IC title somewhere down the line, but right after that, he was already in position to go after that world title, and right. um, but you always knew if somebody won the IC title, they were on their way to a WWF championship shot as long as they didn't muck it up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like, okay, they're freeing him of that belt. He might have another shot at it as a rematch if he wants it. But now he can focus on moving into that um, main event picture, which it's long overdue. <laughs> well, a lot of people were saying that he should have won the Royal Rumble this uh, year. Uh, I will say I though, know. look at the I'm... promo yeah. of that he was, you know, that they had they did for him heading into WrestleMania. That shows me that they do yeah. have some confidence in this man moving forward, and he could be pushed into that world title picture and could be a world champion. I mean, they're showing you know where he grew up and all of this stuff, and the amount of you know pop they mm-hmm. had behind that promo. And the the last line he said to Apollo of "Oh, this is where your intercontinental championship dreams come to die." I like that. I got behind that. Like that was some good shit. Mm-hmm. You know, not to not to do the whole "that's such I'm- shit" thing, but hey, it works here. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on uh, SmackDown. It had to be SmackDown because I didn't. Uh... Yeah, it had to be SmackDown. Where they showed him yes, going to the barbershop. I'm talking about. When that's not, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm glad that uh, now that Will mentioned that, I guess changed my mind on that. I'm glad that Big E dropped the title and does free him up. Because, and, cause, cause, go ahead. Because who's going who's gonna to go after uh, Drew McIntyre? Who's next? For, well, for Lashley, like he's he's put he put him out. We were talking about that last night. I think somebody may may go from SmackDown to Raw. Some you could do Trade. a big or Yeah, there, 
I really, I don't know. I really feel do like it. it's either either he's gonna go after Reigns or he's gonna be put in position to go after Lashley, and um, however that works in their storyline. But I really think he's he's ready to move on up there, and um, they need to give him that opportunity to chase that title because he's held a top title before in NXT, mm-hmm. and he proved some he people th- seem to forget heel. that though that he was the NXT champion because yeah. Like he was the second NXT champion ever. Exactly, yeah, he took it from Seth out. Rollins. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. <laughs> Give me five. Three ain't enough, man. <laughs> three ain't enough. Give me five. <laughs> that was like the best uh, thing ever. I wish he'd never stop doing that. Like, yeah, I stop doing that. That would have been awesome. Count to five every time. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. And to be fair, I, I I'm I am glad they're doing something with Apollo. Yes. And uh I just don't want it to get like too cartoony, I guess. Yeah, dial yeah. it back a notch. Like <laughs> Yeah, but I'm glad they're yeah, they I'm glad they're doing something with him because he's been there for a good while too. And uh he's just coming into his own. You can tell he's having fun doing this character. Yeah. And it really is his background, so it's like it's giving more shine to his actual background. So no, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. So anyway, moving on from that, um, was the women's uh, Raw Women's Championship? They were just going from title match to title <laughs> match here. Uh, I forgot to mention. Uh, Big E's entrance, Wale sung uh, Big E to yes. the ring, which was great. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love Wale. Performing <laughs> was other than the Fiend, I thought the Fiend was, had a great entrance too. But Rhea Ripley and uh, old girl uh, performing her song, I thought it, people really seemed to pop. That's the that. lead singer from the band New Year's Day. They're not bad, okay. actually. Okay. Well, and she's <laughs> very attractive too. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Look at it. and um and uh, I guess uh, what Mike was saying last night was uh, every time they let someone uh, have a nice entrance, they usually lose. I guess Rhea broke that. Uh, <laughs> yes, she did. Yeah. So I, I kind of like this match. I thought this match was good too, for uh, you know to be next to, to the to the main event. I thought it was a really good match. Um, I wish Oscar would have had more offense, and they would have made Oscar. Well, I talked about that last night. I hate how they do Oscar. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> I think Rhea. You know, I thought Rhea was going to win this match last night. I think they're setting Rhea for either Charlotte, yeah, or Becky, or Ronda. Yeah, I'd be fine Ronda's with any of those options. They'd all be good, I think. She's got three three strong opponents, like in between now and SummerSlam, that they can set her up in, and beyond. So the Raw women's uh, once all three of them come back, the Raw women hell even a rematch with. Oscar could be decent. I mean, 
Yeah, I just hope Oscar doesn't get lost. And once they start bringing all these other folks back, I hope Oscar doesn't get lost in the mess. She's going to get lost. You know how they do. And it's so, yes. because <laughs> like we were talking about last night, I mean, Oscar is legit. She is tough as hell. I mean, I mentioned last night the point about her being in a match in Japan with, you know, Minoru Suzuki. She can handle herself. He he whooped her. I understand that, but it was still, you know, she was still in the ring with him. I mean, damn. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she she asked for it though, but it was it was a hell of a match. <laughs> I don't think most of the other women on Raw can handle but, that shit. Uh, <laughs> no, no way. No. But they made Rhea look pretty strong. At least that was good. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and she won clean. She seems, so. she's, I like I, don't I know. liked how they uh um I like this match, one of my favorite women's matches because um of the reversals. Oh and yeah, it was very good. So they were counting each other. She's taller than most women, uh Ripley. Mm-hmm. And for her to roll around with Oscar is was pretty interesting because she proved that she could mm-hmm. wrestle and um there was a point where, like, Oscar, Oscar grabbed the leg lock, and to the average person, they probably was like, oh, wow, that looks like it hurts. But to me, I'm looking at him like, she must have forgot what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> but because the old girl was trying to stand up, and but mm-hmm. she, um, the way she was standing up, she ended up standing on top of Standing on top of her, and and I think if she would have had the proper hold that she was, she intended to grab, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have looked so clunky. But other than that, that little portion, um, I think everything they did in the ring was was really good, nice and tight, and very believable. And I I was upset that Oscar lost. I'm a super huge Oscar yes. fan, but I'm happy to see. Uh, I hated that she has to lose at WrestleMania all the time, but. Yeah, I, I agree with that. She needs to get a WrestleMania victory. But um, I'm happy that, that they gave an indie darling uh, an opportunity. Not not a homegrown talent, but, you know, indie dar- darling to get out there and, and win a title. So that's cool to me. I'll tell y'all one thing. I like this match better. I don't know if it was different because it had a, a live crowd, but I like this match better than the uh, – Rhea and Charlotte yeah. from last year. I mean, I liked Rhea and Charlotte last year, but no, you know, it was good. But I mean, especially like I liked Rhea's attire from last year too. I, I do vividly remember that because it was like Dragon Ball Z related attire. So I like that. So yeah, I think you know what her attire this evening. The only thing that bothered me were those were those chains like hanging off of her yep. pants. Yeah. Uh, to me, I, I was like, man, that's dangerous. Like, if I get caught in that or something like that, you know, tear up my arm, cut up a face or something. I'm Like I said, I looked yeah. at it differently, like, as, as a study. So right. Like, you're you're right, seeing right. it from a different would, perspective, yeah. totally. Yeah. So I was like, oh. Yeah. But other than that, I, like I said, I thought the match was really good. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and uh, they had a lot to uh, to to follow up because uh, Sasha and Bianca put on a show last night. Oh yeah, they put on a clinic. Oh yeah, you go back and watch that. 
That match yeah, was definitely. really good. So Oscar and Rhea, they, they weren't in the main event, but they were in the co-main event. So it was it was kind. You know, I think they could deliver. But uh, moving on to the main event, Roman Reigns, Tribal <laughs> Chief, uh, defending the Universal <laughs> Championship against the 2021 Royal Rumble winner Edge and Daniel Bryan. And this match, I love this match. Um, I know we all have like different viewpoints on this match, but. I really, uh, I thought it told a great story. It was physical as all get out. For two guys that had career-ending injury, they were, like, taking shots in the head, the neck, and uh, they were not holding anything back. And uh, I just loved it because even though, like, when, like I said, like I told you guys earlier, when Rhea won, I, I said to myself, I think Roman is retaining just because of how uh, that match ended. But I wasn't really sure because this match, I thought all three guys got in offense to where if any one of them won, it would have made sense. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Jey Uso interfered. And, um, you know, that's what it was. But like I said, I think that makes sense for Roman's character and what he's been doing you know, since SummerSlam, really. And uh, I just really enjoyed it. Will, what did you think of this match? Um, I loved the match. I kind of was in between as a fan and study. But um, when it came to um, the storytelling of the match, I thought it was perfect. And I like I, I like to think that I'm I'm a little biased against Roman Reigns. I always have been, but I was really proud. I've I've watched him since he's in this new tribal chief role thing, and I've really enjoyed it. It's kind of what I was I've been looking for to see out of him. And then um, with this match, just like everybody's offense meshing, everybody's um, taking their shots. It wasn't a it wasn't like uh, filled with um, spectacular spots or anything like that. It was just a a, a brutal fight for and it, yeah. it almost seemed like Brian at at one point Brian Brian is fighting for pride and then like Edge is like fighting for survival and then the the, the tribal chief is just fighting <laughs> yeah and, um but like coming towards the end like I I like the finish because I like the finish because you didn't know who really was gonna win. Until uh, Jey Uso came in, like right, agree. And uh, um, but for the most part, the way that it ended, I think that's that was the right call. I'm like, why put it? Why put the belt on Brian for any reason? And, and then I can understand why you'd put it on Edge, but then it, what do you do after? That? What do you do after that? And is Edge is really going to be a placeholder? He's not going to be the face of the company. You know what I mean? So, right, so he's right. gonna drop the belt sooner or later, probably a lot sooner than later. So keeping it on reins was like the right move, and um, the way it all came together in the storytelling, it, it it was just it was really like the best match of the night. Like if everybody else planned their match the way they planned theirs, the, I think the show would be even better. <laughs> yeah. 
Mike, you were you you were a little underwhelmed with the ending, right? Mike, you there? Oh, uh, what was that? Sorry, it broke up a little <laughs> I bit. I said you're a little underwhelmed with how the main event ended, right? It was mainly just because I I kind of saw it heading in the direction of okay, they they made it a triple threat match from the perspective of you know. I understand they want to keep Roman looking strong, and I that's that's the way to go. Julius is right. I mean, but I also kind of sat back and I'm like, you know, they built up Edge and they built up Daniel Bryan, and Roman came out of this thing above everybody else with the title, and it was kind of just like the ending, the way he pinned both guys too, kind of was just like, Really? That's the way you headed with that? Like, okay, I mean, okay, but where do you go from here now? And I, I, I got to go back and watch it, but I'm almost positive that's what he said he was going to do Friday night. Because I think he said, I'm going to stack them up and pin both of them. I, I believe that's what he said in his promo. I have to go back and watch Shit, it. Shit, did he say that? Because, I mean, he might have, but I don't even remember it at this point. Like. Something to that extent that he was gonna stack them up, and uh, I, I just believe that's what he said. And I know, I know he said that he was gonna, um, he was gonna pin one of them, and then, cause then he looked at Paul and he said, and you know, because of my, uh, what is Paul called? Uh, not his advocate, but his, uh, his uh, <laughs> yeah. He said, like my counsel says, that's not. A prediction that's a spoiler. I'm gonna pin you guy. <laughs> so if you go back and watch that promo, it makes perfect sense for him to win like the way he did. I thought that's the story they were telling. That's what I picked up from it. Right. But like I said, I go back and watch the promo. I believe you said he was gonna stack them up and pin them just like that. Yeah, because he could have pinned either one of them at any time after he hit them with the chairs. Especially Daniel Bryan, because after Daniel Bryan got caught, he was twitching for like out, almost right. three minutes before the, <laughs> the end of the match. He wanted to make a statement. He, yeah. and he I, took a nap. Like. <laughs> but if you really, what I believe is going to happen is I think he's going to come out uh, Friday night and, uh, and retire. <laughs> well, no, I think he's going to come. Not not Daniel Bryan. I mean, Roman's going to come out. And, you know, he's going to say, well, I did what I told y'all I was going to do. Then I think he's going to uh, get on the Jey Uso. And I think he's going to say, I didn't need your help to win. Watch. I bet you that's what happened. Right. <laughs> I feel, I feel like there was a setup somewhere where, um, where, like, they're going to start feeding a seed to push him out of it, to push him out, Jey Uso. Yeah, I think or so too. Or at least elevate him to, because you know what, either one of those guys is a good singles competitor. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always figured that because, like, think about it. What was Daniel Bryan doing before uh, he got put in this feud? He wasn't doing anything, right? <laughs> right. And then you, you've had Edge who won the Royal Rumble, so he's been just building his way. And um, it didn't make sense. I knew Daniel Bryan probably wasn't going to win it. 
I never. So do you think? Let me ask you this: Do you think this was the plan all along for Roman to go over? Yeah, I think so. I think they they needed yeah. they wanted to put two proven world champions in that in mm-hmm. that ring with Roman and and let them work, and they worked a a, a, a perfect match, near perfect match, and um. He came out looking really strong, yet as a heel, you hate him more. So now we hate him more because he didn't win clean. <laughs> but right. then again, there's no disqualifications, so it really doesn't matter whether he wins clean or not. Right. He didn't really break the rules. So right. So I think I think for for the way that it finished, it just makes sense. It sucks because, like you know. What does Edge do now, right? Because that whole that whole story uh, of him had you believing that he was gonna win. Like, this is all I've worked for well, ten years, you know, blah blah blah. And then you know that's what you're thinking. Like he's got this in the bag. <laughs> well, well, like Mike said uh, last night, he only has like a limited number of dates anyway, mm-hmm. right? So maybe he'll come out Friday and he'll just like go away for a while, maybe until summer. I think he's gonna become an attraction now. And all is- and all that, like you said, was my next question was gonna be now that Roman Reigns has retained, where do Edge and Daniel Bryan go from here and where does Roman go from here? I mean, does Roman I mean, he's got challengers, that, though. He's got Cesaro. See, that's what I was going to say. Cesaro. Does, does he head to Cesaro next? Kevin like, Owens? I mean, they've done Kevin Owens three yeah. times, though, in the I last know, six months. I know like, I'm saying. I can back to that, though. I mean, I love Kevin Owens, but I, I would say Cesaro first, maybe, and maybe Big E before Kevin Owens, just because. And I I, I believe, like, uh, like Will said, though, I think uh, – they're gonna push Jay Uso out out the little group mm-hmm. though, and then maybe Jay and, and Roman a feud again. I know they've done that already too, but I I, I think how I, this is my 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 feel. I feel like they're gonna start slowly pushing the seed to push him out, but they won't have mm-hmm. no no match until way down the road. It's like it's like a just a tiny tease of it, right? But I feel like maybe right. like he'll still. Challenge Cesaro and Biggie or whoever that's on the thing. And as far as Edge, mm-hmm. I can see Edge and Daniel Bryan doing a program leading to SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. They're definitely probably going to branch because off now because Edge is probably going to blame Daniel Bryan for him exactly. not winning. Exactly. It's going to be like you, if if I would have just had Roman Reigns one on one, I would have won. No, if I. I mean, because he stopped them from tapping yeah. out. Tonight. Exactly, and so, so they would have won a match if Daniel Bryan hadn't been in it. And there was a lot of stories, different stories and avenues told in that match, where Bryan and Edge can go off and do something totally different. And then, and then yeah. even then, let's just say Edge and Jay now have a few just off, just yeah, off DP because sure. he put him out from the beginning. And so, yeah, there's so many little avenues you can go, but it was definitely a great match, man. This was the best way to go because 
they couldn't do uh, Roman Reigns and The Rock. We think that that's like what, like two WrestleManias when they go back to Hollywood. We think that's <laughs> going to happen. They they couldn't get Brock Lesnar. Um, they couldn't find him in time. Thank God they didn't do Goldberg. Um, you know, John Cena was doing a uh, Suicide Squad or the Peacemaker, or whatever. He's doing that TV show, so they couldn't. This was the best option they could do. Was to be fair, threat. though, that Suicide when it was just, Squad movie does look pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, objectively, it doesn't look bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, John Cena's, like, cut down, like, on his muscle and stuff, so he looks really weird. <laughs> yeah, he does. It's starting to look like uh, Ernest, uh, Jim he, he looks so, like, normal now. I'm like, no, you have got to bulk back up. He's lost a lot hey, of muscle mass. <laughs> yeah, he looks just like him, I'm telling you. He can play Ernest if they ever do like an Ernest like autobiography. <laughs> he can play like the. <laughs> oh my god! And he's lost like <laughs> since he lost all that weight. Playing Jim Varney, I see no. <laughs> oh, we missed one thing, guys. For wrapping this up, one thing that we missed. We didn't talk about Bailey. Bailey was again, awesome. again. People love Bailey. <laughs> When she told uh, the uh, Bella twins that, what did she call them, uh, Elmo or something like that? Yeah. It was hilarious. Cena's not here. <laughs> Cena's not here. <laughs> you know, I wish Bailey would have had a match on one of these nights, but I'm glad that they still figured out a way to work her into the show. She is criminally underrated. Completely agree. And maybe, you know, we talk about all these people that are underrated. Maybe it's just because they have so many people, I guess. And they only have so many spots. It's hard to give screen time to everybody, you know, when you've got that many people signed to your roster. Once again, Aleister Black was sitting at home. (laughs) He wasn't in the battle royal on uh, Friday night. He wasn't on, you know... He's not doing anything. Anything. He's getting paid to just sit at the house. But anyway, uh, I think we'll wrap this up. We we didn't go as long as last night. We didn't really need to, really. Uh, I'll just ask you guys, like, out of a scale of one to ten, I think uh, we pretty much agreed uh, last night was like an eight, I think. Or do we? What did we I'd say? say last night was at least an eight, eight and a half. It was good. Okay, eight and a half. We'll go with eight and a half. What do you guys grade tonight? Um, what you did see, Will? What do you think? Out of scale of one to ten. Hello, Will. Are you there? Okay, Mike. Go back <laughs> to you. What do you? Uh, how do you rate I'd say this? tonight was like a seven, maybe seven and a half, because the in-ring work was there for the for some of the matches, but some of the endings had me kind of just sitting there going like, "All right, what the hell? Like, what, what was that?" Like, I understand trying to you know throw curveballs at the audience and mm-hmm. stuff, but I mean, some of those endings literally kind of 
put me off from some of the good work that they did during the course of the match and the entrances and stuff. Yeah, I'll say that, you know, being there uh, live and uh, I was really enjoying most of it, but now that I talked to you guys and we, we, we have uh, broke down match by match, a lot of them did have kind of funny finishes. And it's weird because last night, a lot of the matches ended Yeah, they clean. did. So it was weird that, uh, I don't know. But uh, anyway, Will, you still there? He's still on the thing, but I can't hear him if he's saying anything. Um, but we've already talked enough about this, so I think I'm going to wrap it up. I want to thank Mike for coming on and Will. Uh, I appreciate you guys staying up late and uh, talking about the show. And uh, I guess that will conclude this WrestleMania recap. And I'll put it up yeah, in the morning. Thanks for having me on, man. All right, man. I'll, I'll talk.